no idea what the date is. 27? 26. The 26th of August 2019. This is Raptors in the Kitchen. I'm one of your hosts, Paco Rodriguez. I'm amping up the fucking energy in the room because I'm That's joined where my by... That's booklet went. I was looking for that the other day, Tommy. The booklet thief, Tommy oh. Vass. Um, I didn't know. This was just sitting there. I know. I left it at my arse last time I was here. Right. That happens a lot. Like, yeah. uh, and the people who leave things at their arse all the time, it's Neil McCulloch. Hello there. The people? You're more than one person. All right. No, I thought this would have been covered in, like, cheats and shit. Like my one. Yeah, yeah. Do you keep a notebook full of stuff for writing down things when you're playing video games? No, surely that's what the notes on your mobile phones for. No, I, th- I think that's too much hassle. It's so much easier just to actually write something down. I live in a world where finding pens is not that easy because quite often they'll be dismantled for other purposes. Oh, okay. I, I am a postman and therefore pens are everywhere in my life. How often does a pen burst in your pocket? More often than I would like. Mm. Not that much, I guess. Maybe like ten times in the the entire time I've been. How with. often do you put a pen, like you leave one in your trouser pocket or whatever, and it goes through the wash? I think it's only maybe happened like five times or something. Though, like, because I tend to wash like all my shirts together, pretty mm. much, uh, it means that when it does happen, they all get hit with ink. Mm. So, I do have a lot of shirts that have got like just ink blotches on them. Mm. Fun times. Riveting. Mm. Yeah. Did that happen to you this week at all? No. It did happen recently though, like a pen did burst recently and I had it all over my hands and therefore What's all like, everyone's mailing. What is the most interesting thing that's happened to you this week in work? This week in what was the most interesting that's happened this week in work? What adventures and post delivering have you had? Hey. Uh, it's been quite a kinda uneventful week, I guess. Mm. Thing nothing that's because really. it's summer, so everybody's away on a holiday and nothing's going on. I don't know, no, usually there's like something kind of funny happens in there, like, I don't know, nothing, there's been nothing, there's been no drama, there's been no, I, there is, actually I'm not going to mention that on the podcast, right. never mind. <laughs> Do you relish in this heat when you're out in that fucking... No, nah, like I love it when it's warm generally, like I, if it was like amazingly roasting all the time I'd be good with that, except for when I'm working. Right. Mental. Windows open, wearing nothing but pants is a that should be the default, right? But what about if you have to go out and about the place? Like, obviously, you won't just be in pants, but do you like walking about in this heat? Yeah, for, for our North American listeners, pants, pants is underwear, undergarments to use, but undergarments, yes. Mm. Mm. Have you been coping with the heat in this kitchen, Neil? The heat kitchen? in this kitchen, uh, I don't mind it. To be honest, um, I learned to work in kitchens in Spain where mm. it was at 40 degrees outside of the kitchen, so mm. I'm not that bad with it. Dude. It was quite uncomfortable last night, though. Oh, like 10 oh half, yeah. 10 in half the, in, the, house, in the house, it's terrible. I hate it in the house. Mm. You kind of get a lick of air in my fucking house. I just miss the coastal breeze that you would get, or I would get. Like from living in the Highlands, the I miss, so I miss, I miss the coastal breeze. Check that in this concrete fucking jungle, man, I'd kill for. You a, chose this, Tommy. I did. I'd kill for a fucking coastal breeze. Why did you move to Helens, nothing, bro? Nothing stopping you going back. You fucking hate Helens, bro. I don't know why you hate Helens, bro. I don't mind. Anytime I've been there, I'm like, it's fine. It's just filled with sadness. Has anything happened in your work this week? Nah. No, nah, it's been like it's been again quite well. I mean, it is only Monday, but uh, last week, no, nah, not really. Most uh, kind of most interesting 
came out last week was when we watched fucking London Has Fallen and Olympus Has Fallen. Yeah, on the same day. Yeah. Those right. haven't aged well. With the intent of going to watch Angels Has Fallen. We will watch that. But we didn't make it to that. Neil, Neil's seen it though, so you can talk about it later. Yeah, I did the sensible thing. Mm. Went in the morning after it. Man, who's ever had fun doing the sensible thing? Hmm. Well, I did that really spoilers for my review of that film. <laughs> mm. There you go. So nobody has anything interesting to talk about from what happened last week. Nothing at all. No, nah. all super what, what, what excited. Did happen? I mean, I, I essentially just sat and played Final Fantasy Nine for a ridiculous amount of time and yeah. worked, and that was it. We I... watched Mindhunter, which I, we'll, oh, we'll I get to. I get stunned where I was. <laughs> which yeah. is so, utter bullshit. Whereabouts? And my finger just there, and it still itches to this day. Man, that happened to me one time. I was on the phone. Uh, is this really what our life is? The most interesting thing that's happened to three of us over the course of more than a week well, is no, that Neil I, got stung by a wasp. I, I've right. been I've been to hospital twice, but I'm not going to talk about For that. For the wasps thing? Well, no, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> the wasps stung me after I'd been to my first appointment in the week. I was fucking raging. But then I went and had one. Uh, sorry. Yeah, I'll call it dinner. Early dinner with Stevie Pollock hmm. and Cafe Andalus, which is where I was. Then we went for an all-you-can-eat buffet. That's right. Uh, in a place that looked like it was ripped right out of an 80s action movie. Yeah. Like it looked it, it like, like you get the thrown. opening of Hard Boiled. Yeah. But we folk we put folk we possibly. Just <laughs> white walls in kind of Marble. Yeah. The place was called Marble. The place it was called Marble, yeah. It was like a kind of tacky ish like yeah, statues. It was still kinda cool. Like you walk, you walked down it and it was like it was like the start of like a Van Damme movie or something. You would walk down yeah. and you'd, but you could, you'd, you'd expect there would be some shady businessman behind several doors. But it, you could it, easily expect somebody to be getting strangled to death in the toilets. Yeah, yeah. It, it totally had the vibe that you want from a place like that. Um, it was a wee bit classier looking than the rest of them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which made it feel better. Yeah. And it was good. I enjoyed it. Cause I had four plates of meat. And then some cake. And then Paco couldn't go to the film because he was yeah. in a fucking walking food coma. Yeah. I was like so uncomfortable sitting in here for hours afterwards. Wow. Hours. I, I didn't eat for like another 18 hours after that as well. Oh, I didn't eat after that. I was fucking, I was full, man. That was me till like the next day. Yeah. Where you had full bono when you finally expelled all that. How many kuriks? Oh. <laughs> it was a. Uh, it was interesting. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that, though. Sure, nobody wants to hear those kind of stories. So, I haven't really watched anything new other than Mindhunter. Yeah, but we can't. Neil's seen all that, but we can't really talk about that. I mean, we can, we're not no, going we to spoil anything. Anyway. We don't need to talk about yeah. details. Mm. I, I think it remains, as you could have said, Neil, it's just really refreshing to have well made TV mm. for a change. Because like so many times you'll watch something and it can be enjoyable but kind of trashy or even like you, you kind of like it but it's got like a lot wrong with it. Mm-hmm. Mindhunter seems to be just really solidly made. It's like oh, yeah. it, it yeah. doesn't feel like it's been like written by committee. Like It doesn't feel dumb really at all. Like I, all the characters are engaging. Like I really like the animosity between all of them yeah. in the show. It feels like it's got a very clear narrative drive mm-hmm. and it knows what it's what it yeah. wants to tell you. Mm-hmm. It knows the story and kind of development of the characters it wants to go down. Like it doesn't have a all those kind of filler episodes that like yeah. a lot of the other Marvel TV shows kind of fall into the trap of where you just got like well, three episodes is, well, in the middle where you're this like, isn't a Marvel sake. TV show, but I know what you mean. 
So I mean Netflix. But yeah, like those the like, Marvel well, ones, yeah. the Marvel Netflix ones being the, the kind of prime suspects yeah, 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 for those. Yeah. It's like there's so many times every single one of those shows I think like has that lull of like a three episode lull in the middle. You yeah. like, just cut this like, the fuck like, out. Even with most episodes being an hour, like maybe forty minutes an hour, and a couple of episodes are actually like almost an hour and a half. There's no wasted scenes. Yeah. Like every every scene has a purpose in developing the characters and pushing the narrative forward. Mm-hmm. They also like I, I, it's been a while since we watched season one, but like I don't remember the actual interviews themselves kind of taking as long as the the ones in season two do. Like they revel in these things. Like they they're the total uh, draw of the show. And this one is like when they're actually getting to talk to the criminals and stuff. I, and they I completely kind of... completely kind of dwell on it in a good way in this one. I don't know. I, I remember season one, like being a lot about that as well. But again, I think it's because with season two, season one was very much it was mostly uh, Tench and um, shit. Was his partner's name? Holden. Holden. I Holden. I was going to call him Connor, but <laughs> yeah, he reminds me of Connor from Detroit Becoming Human. But uh, yeah, it was Why a lot. Yeah, cold, remorseless, dead behind the eyes. Oh, yeah, uh, but. Um, it was a lot of them just on the on the road, and this was all kind of new. Whereas, it's kind of they're not they're they're kind of an established thing now. Hmm. Behavioral science, you but um, this almost feels like it has like a Silence of the Lambs kind of vibe to it now, mm-hmm. where because they kind of get involved in a case later on in the series, and it kind of becomes about that. Hmm. It it feels like that those kind of opening kind of moments of Silence of the Lambs where you're kind of making that transition of her going from uh, just still kind of being a trainee type thing to diving in and yeah. being about not just her uh, interviewing Lecter but then actually yeah. actually fulfilling the case. Yeah. Also like, some, like something in this that I think would usually be a sign of bad storytelling is the fact that like he just happens to be somebody who works for the FBI who's a behavioural scientist guy mm-hmm. And then his family gets caught up in something that is very much to do with his yeah. line of work. Like I think in a lot of TV shows that would have came across as just really convoluted and conceited, mm-hmm. but like they handle it really well in this yeah, one, and it yeah. adds so much tension to like all the interactions. Like even parts where he goes back to work and the case they happen to be handling has kind of quite strong similarities they, to they, what's happened in his they, personal they life. In, they do yeah. lean into that, mm. quite but like, a lot. Th- that could have been done in a way that felt really just badly handled yeah. really kind of ham-fisted but they, I think they handled it really well I can tell you that that pays off very well as well <clears throat> well I mean like MD that's seen like uh, Zodiac and as soon as you hear like David Fincher's names attached to something similar to that I mean even the way it's shot it looks like Zodiac like the lighting yeah. I mean the fact that it's, it's from the same era as well or I think Mindhunter is just is it early 70s uh, it's 1980 by the time the season the season ends right so yeah well round about then because what Zodiac was late 70s or was it uh, 70s yeah. aye but I mean it looks like it lighting wise um, the acting's excellent like you said Paco the writing's fantastic it just overall looks great mm-hmm. it looks like there's money well yeah. spent in all the right areas even like when there's not like something amazingly tense or exciting happening mm-hmm. the writing itself is done in a way that just the the way the dialogue flows is enjoyable to listen to even when mm-hmm. it's not like a total critical plot point. Yeah, that yeah. show is great. Like I, I remember enjoying season one, but like mm-hmm. season two has been fucking brilliant so far. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Can also see that it wouldn't be everybody's cup of tea. I think it might be a bit too slow for. Yeah, like for instance, my mum and dad uh, started watching it, 
my mum loves it finished it my dad asked for two episodes he was like that yeah no watching this really wow yeah. it's just too slow for him alright okay I think yeah. like a lot of people would maybe expect a show like this to really linger more on the actual moments where the serial killers are killing people and like you know I suppose yeah stuff. like you never see that in this it's always yeah. the aftermath you see it's yeah. I never I mean you do get some shows where it's like right I'm not into it but everyone's into it you're like no no just get like three or four reps get three or four reps till it'll ease you into it and whether that's like it's too slow or whatever because again I know and I know you weren't a fan Neil and whatnot, and you didn't finish it but that, that was the case while a lot of folk were Breaking Bad it was like I did finish it did you? Mm-hmm. All right. It took me a decade, but I finished it. Right. Is that because it's the most overrated TV show in history? No, I thought it was really enjoyable. I just yeah. felt no compulsion to watch more than one episode at a time. I'd mm-hmm. watch one episode, then wait three months, and then watch another one. I didn't realise you'd finished it, man. Chat to it, but yeah. Um, again, like I, 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 right away I was involved, but I can understand how the way the show goes, um, and how like you know, like how the plot develops things. That it does take its, it takes its time, but in my opinion, it takes way, its time. It goes from him trying to get cancer to starting being a drug being a drug baron within like weeks to being a fucking drug kingpin within about three months. The whole show takes place over the course of like two okay, years. Yeah. If two years, it rattles along at a ridiculous pace. That's its problem. But the story itself is quite plodding though. It is quite a slow thing, as you Tommy's point. Yeah. I mean, it's that way when him and like you you, you guess that it establishes it quite well quickly within the first ep. I think that he's a teacher, he's got cancer, and even the the first sh- the first like five ten minutes is like is it him in a Winnebago, barely dressed with a gun, and then it kind of flashes back to how he got to that point, and then the whole thing about like him and him and Jesse's kind of relationship and how that kind of builds and it does take a while. It's not just from A B to C. There's a lot of fucking like different things going on in there. And then, as well as that, it builds up like really good villains and uh, the character of Hank, and there's a lot of things going on. But it takes its time, but in my opinion, in a good way. Um, Mindhunter hey, again I, t- takes its time in a good way. Just sticking with Breaking Bad for a second, though, like Andy from my work, uh, who's been on the show. Yeah. Uh, he was saying that there is no talks of uh, Jesse. A no, chase movie. That's that's happened. It's that's, happened. that's wrapped. It has happened. That's wrapped. A but, trailer uh, was on. Yeah, yeah. Bob Odenkirk is like, yeah, it's finished. Um, because again, it was something like, I remember that being talked about, and I was like, I mean, it ended really well. I don't think we need it. But Vince Gilligan. It's a Netflix movie, by the way. Mm-hmm. Vince Gilligan had had this idea, and he pitched it to Adam Paul, and he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm up for it. Let's do it. Uh, and the teaser got released. Um, Two days ago, three days ago, or something like that. It's a really good teaser. Um, but at this point, I do trust uh, Vince Gilligan uh, with this because again, I was skeptical with Better Call Saul, but I really enjoyed that as well. So we we'll can see how it goes. But it's a, it's we never asked for it. But if it's handled well, it, it might be it might sit nicely next to Breaking Bad. If I go at the rate I'm going just now, man, I may get into Better Call Saul sometime in twenty twenty five. It's the good thing about Better Call Saul is it's not a rehash. It's a it's a different story. Um, it's got obviously same character, some of the same characters from Breaking Bad turn up in it but it's the, the focus is more on something different is uh, this basically just so they could get Mike in the show again I don't think it's because of that because it's was it, Mike like the kind of fixer yeah, yeah. He, he, was, well, he was one of the few things that was enjoyable about that yeah, programme yeah. he's my favourite character in Breaking Bad and he was pretty much everyone's favourite character well 
again, uh, in Better Call Saul, you get a lot more of him, which I'm quite happy with. And you even get a lot of uh, Gus Fring in it as well as time goes on. So there is a lot of different characters in it, but the kind of focus of um, Saul Goodman's character, or James McGill, as his actual name, is very interesting. The dynamic between him and his brother, who's played by Michael McKean, is really, really good. Um, but yeah, um, did you? You seem see... knackered, man. Like you're going to get tired. Fall asleep. Um, speaking of like trailers and things like that, there was a bunch of stuff released this this week or this week and last week. And um, there was some Marvel stuff. There was some Star Wars stuff. Uh, I just watched the trailer for the Mandalorian uh, not long ago, and I really enjoyed it, man. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I watched it and already don't remember it. I remember seeing. A woman in the armour. I remember Vera Herzog is there. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's it. That's all I remember. Like, Neil was like... Apollo Creed's there. Hmm. Yeah. I remember you You were like, it, it looks kind of like a western. I was yeah. like, aye, ah, man, I'm totally getting that vibe. It's really, really cool. Uh, I like that. Um, also, the footage for um, Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. The first footage yeah. got released. And again, depending on how on board you are with Star Wars just now, I know Pac was kind of checked out. But... I like the footage. I is Darkseid Ray going to be like that bit in Empire Strikes yep. Back? Without a doubt. Yeah. What bit? You see Ray... When uh, Luke fights Darth Vader in the cave in Empire. Right. There's a bit in the trailer where Ray's got a black cloak on and she's got a double lightsaber. But there's a really, really cool bit before that where you see her fighting... Yeah, yeah. Um, Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren on, a, like, on the edge yeah. of ship during a storm. Couldn't care less at all, man. Yeah, I quite like that man. I thought it looked pretty sweet. Yeah, Eternal stuff yeah. like got like a, a thing showing you the cast and that Angelina mm-hmm. Jolie's in it. A, I was saying to Neil before the show started, like don't really have too much to say about it other than like when it showed you the pictures of all of them in their like costumes, their superhero mm-hmm. outfits, whatever the fuck you want to call it, they all look so fucking bland and dull. Yeah. I, I think that'll get changed. Probably. Uh, <clears throat> Hugh McGregor is back for the Obi Wan Kenobi story. Uh, I'm like, yeah. I mean, he was good as Obi Wan. I liked him as Obi Wan Kenobi. Um, See, my only thing about that, and it's a show I'd quite fancy watching, is if the Mandalorian looks like a space western, surely this will also kind of be like a space western. What the Obi Wan Kenobi thing? Yeah. Either that or they they've I don't know what they. I saw the they did they showed a full timeline of where everything right. in modern canon sits. Right. And this is sitting between um the end of Sith and the start of New Hope. And the start of New Hope. Yeah. Mm. So it'll be him cutting about getting to Tatooine. Mm. Which that's, I mean this is like the, the problem with Prometheus and that again, wasn't it? Whereas like Prometheus like already had all the events set up for the the start of the first Alien movie, mm. but then James Cameron was like, "No, this was nothing. That wasn't the same planet or anything." So it's like, so now we've got like two sequels mm. where you're gonna do all these events that are then again lead up to the start of Alien over. Mm. So like the end of Revenge of the Sith had him on Tatooine as if he was like there in hiding mm. for a New Hope. So now he's like. He does I, that. I totally blanked that out. Yeah, he like go, he goes away and does is... all the other stuff and then well, comes back. Okay, if I'm to kind of be an extra level of nerd here uh, but they are considered canon the Star Wars comics have had quite a few one shots of which there was a few uh, which were kind of him on Tatooine um, which 
we're playing the rest of the day. Yeah. And mm. we're enjoyable stories. No, I mean, that's, that's a loose thing. Like, like which planet you're on is like quite a, an open ended yeah. kind of thing for them to kind of end back up on that. But I hope it's not just another Western thing because, like, that whole kind of sci fi but it's Western thing has been overdone a lot yeah. in mm. the past decade. Um, and I don't think there was any footage, but like they've Marvel announced like a She Hulk show. Nah, no footage. Um, there's Marvel. no real news about that. At yeah. All. So I was like, that's cool. There's a couple of. I mean, it's kind of expected, but that was kind of cool because I mean, you can go in many different directions with that. Sticking with Marvel stuff, uh, Spider Man's out the MCU. I would severely doubt this is the first place you've heard that though. Mm, no, well, I mean, I put it, I put it on the. Facebook page. I wasn't talking to you, I was talking to them, the listeners. That's where they heard it first, man. I stuck that shit mm. on immediately. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it's a shame. Um, I, I, if I remember, like, from what I was reading, the original deal was Marvel were getting, was it 5% of everything? 5%? It's 5% of the opening day. Mm. And that's about it. Yeah. And now they want 50 or something? Yeah. Well, and to be fair, as, as shit as it is, the whole thing coming down to money, they're the reason that Spider Man's yeah. popular again. It's like, yeah. I don't know why they would want to go and like, say, listen, we. I mean, Sony, Sony are quite a bad company, right? But, like, when you think of it the other way, though, like, Marvel have got all these billion dollar franchises. Yeah. Like, do they really need 50% of Spider Man as well? Like, I mean, it's especially <laughs> considering you can't really put, like, a value on how much money they're making off the back of Spider Man. Well, you because can. Because it'll be the value of whatever the box office doesn't make. No, because he's in like the Avengers and that as well. Though. He's in Endgame and he's in Infinity War and stuff. So it's no just well, Spider Man. He, he base it on the Spider Man ones. But that's my point, though. Is like it's not just that. Like you know, that's the ones like they're doing the deals with and getting like five percent or whatever. Don't get me wrong, right? But then how much more of a draw was it because he was in Endgame and Infinity War? Well, yeah, no. But the point is, Marvel were kind of dark. well, not sign up Marvel, Sony. Like, try to reboot Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield, and it fucking... I don't know if it failed financially. They were pretty Oh, no, they were terrible the movies, day, but... Cor- it, it, corporations being dicks for money shouldn't really be a fucking surprise to anybody. I'm just saying, like, I kind of have to side with uh, Marvel in this one, where it's like, they came in and said, right, we'll, we'll strike a deal with you, and we're going to try... Um, within this, we're going to make... Well, I think it was maybe going to be three, possibly more standalone uh, Spider-Man movies. Plus, we need them for our canon for uh, the Avengers. Right, no bother. And then, you know, um, Homecoming hit out the park. Uh, the most recent one, uh, Far From Home, was fucking great. Um, and I can't really blame Marvel going to the table and says, right, see, it's 5%. Look at the money. Look at what these two films have made for you, right? Compare them to what you did without us. Yeah, oh, come on. Let's 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 be reasonable here. We have took over production uh, and Who, of this character. Uh, well, see that that is one thing I would like to know is of the homecomings and far from homes. Mm. Who what the actual split of who's paying for what in those productions? Like how much is Disney actually paying for those ones? Right. More to the point, like, like if if Sony decides to make their own. Follow up to Far From Home. Are they allowed to use Tom Holland? Yeah, yeah. I he's. Think, a, I think he's contracted for five films. Yeah, plus, but that's not with Marvel. That's no, with that's, Sony. That's, I think that's with I, Sony. Yeah, yeah. Because Sony, I think that's a well, that's a good question. You know, I would say like see in terms of like the writing and the direction and all that that kind of that kind of part the creative part 
Miss Marvel. Yeah. Uh, distribution wise, Sony would have got the the majority. No, but of... that what I mean is the actual who is who is footing the bill for that production to be made. Mm, that's true. The day to day production. Yeah, because then they could who, then turn. Who, who is paying the staff? Who's paying? Uh, director who's paying actors who's, mm. pay, who's paying the best boy Tommy how's yeah. he getting his gap mm. I don't know, that's a good question because it, then that, then that's the crux of the argument of well we're pay, we're, we're shelling out more money than you are all you have done is this so really we are entitled to yeah. XYZ of this profit uh, it's, this whole thing has been debated all over the place I guess yeah. I mean we're, in the, the only thing it really kind of, yeah, comes down is it sucks for all the fucking fans, fans. that's it yeah yeah. It's companies yet again proving that like they care about money more than they care about their fan base. That's all it is. Yeah. Mm. Also, like when I grow up, when I grew up, when I grow up, when I do, a, grow a, 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 when I when I was growing up, X and getting into comics was X Men was a hot shit. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to now to a world where X Men will probably be the hot shit again. Mm-hmm. So fuck Spider Man. Um. I would like to, like, given the way that the second one ended, uh, sorry, way far from home ended, I would like to have seen a Marvel slash Sony co-distribution deal, whatever, and finish that trilogy because that was such an interesting... Sony will finish it. Yeah. yeah. Sony, will, Sony will finish it. They'll just do it badly. Yeah, but that's that's the problem is it's going it, to... I mean, it might not be, but it probably will be not as good as it could be. Um, Again, these are talking as if like I mean they have been good films, but they've not been outstandingly amazing films. And Marvel have got a, ten- a like a tendency to also make really fucking mediocre movies yeah, as well, man. Like there's no guarantee. Well, either. The Garfield ones. No, it's in like Ant Man a two and no, fucking Iron Man three and stuff. At the start of your statement, you said you talked. You said uh, made films which. Oh, yeah, I'm talking about like Marvel. I haven't like made fucking twenty three brilliant movies in this yeah. cinematic universe. Oh, yeah, They've done a lot of fucking yeah, average films. We're, we're, based, some bad we're, we're basing it on how bad Sony's record in making these films are. Because the Andrew yeah. Garfield ones are fucking shit. Yeah, mm. yeah. And Spider Man Three was terrible. Yeah. See, the other thing being as well is what you're saying, Paco. Is again, we now live in a world where it's in the realm of like superhero movies are just fucking all over the shot. It's hard to be like, well, this is better than that one because it did that one different because we're, we're getting such a re- repetition of, you know, whether it be, um, it's like, yeah, all right, we're going to have uh, this backstory, that'll be the first film, and then we're going to go on to the main villain. And the, it's just, it, there's, a, there's a formula there where it's like, yeah, it's about trying to make it interesting all the time. And we're getting to that point where it's it's hard to do that because they're they're playing all their cards. I wasn't even saying that. I was just saying that, like for the most part, like the majority of the Marvel movies are all just alright. They're entertaining. They're like total airport filler if they were books. Do you mean they're just kind of trashy? There's only a few of them that are great. Like most of them are just alright. And like even the Spider Man ones are like they're good, but they're not fucking excellent. That's just like your opinion. Man. I don't know. About that, man. Like, like Sony, like, like sure Sony, enough, Sony have a, a worse track record. Yeah, but there's nothing to say Sony don't hire somebody who could actually fucking pull it off. No, but I, 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 that's true. But again, you just have to look at what they did with the Amazing Spider-Man one and two. It just it's gonna be a shame if they try to fucking reboot this again, where we're gonna see Uncle Ben die again. Oh, I don't know if I could send yeah. for another I, fucking I don't Uncle think Ben. Would. I don't think we see another oh. Uncle Ben death or a fucking Batman's parents' death for a good long time. I hope so. 100% though, 
the Venom 2 post credit scene is Spider-Man. Probably. Hmm. Probably. Um, Anything else noteworthy on news-wise? Um, I watched a couple of episodes of Jojo as well, by the way. They've introduced the dog. Uh, yeah, I which, saw that. I saw you got to that point. Uh, the dog. <laughs> the dog is super annoying. Like, I thought at first when, uh, when I found out that their new companion was going to be a dog, that that was going to be good. But the thing is drawn so fucking horrendously. <laughs> uh, and it's just really annoying so far. Uh, the dog gets an episode to itself. And right. it's, all, it's actually all right. Um, the, the dog will grow on you because I thought it was terrible when it first got introduced. But it does grow on you. I, was it Paddy who was asking for anime recommendations? Yeah. I, did, did you recommend anything to him? Uh, I did. I recommended JoJo's, uh, One One Punch Man, um, Attack on Titan. The uh, original Ghost in the Shell movie. Oh, it was this TV series. Just TV, TV shows. Because you had Netflix. Right. And that's, uh, I'm pretty sure the original Ghost in the Shell is on there. It's not. Is it not? No, because I oh. had to buy it. Um, Scarlet Joe's one's on there though. Yeah, mm. I watched another a couple of episodes of JoJo's as well. By um, obviously the season after you, hmm. and that show is fucking weird. <coughs> I think it was like uh, good introduction shows to anime, but like, like right now I went blank. I should uh, have thought about this before we started recording. Like yeah, we can just kind of talk about JoJo's for a minute. Um, well, I was reading an interview and about this series. And uh, this easy series, which is Diamond is Unbreakable, ha- uh, I felt had uh, heavy kind of Twin Peaks vibes. Yeah. And I read that as actually kind of one of the basis of that show. So. And the past couple of episodes I've watched really was that home. kind of weirdness. Like, getting that. How, how big a following does Twin Peaks have in Japan? Because Apparently it was massive. Yeah, like, I know that Link's Awakening, the Zelda yeah. game, is also based on Twin Peaks. And then you've got, like, Deadly Premonition. Uh, well, so, like, there's a few yeah. of them. There's, like, I think what I want to say, there's, like, at least four or five different video games that are all inspired by Twin mm. Peaks. It's kind of odd to think that, like, it just took yeah. in Japan that way. I don't yeah. know, man. I mean, these have frequently said that uh, certainly like the Japanese uh, market, they, they they do like the weird, and that's yeah. one thing. Yeah, that's says true. It's yeah. very weird, especially yeah. the return. That was weird as fuck. I <laughs> see that meme um, about uh, oh, why am I talking about memes on a fucking podcast? Well, you started oh, it now, Neil. I'm no. sure the listeners want to hear. Let's finish it oh, quick. No. Come on. It was a meme about with Homer licking a toad, and it was Mark, <laughs> yeah. Mark Frost saying to yeah. David Lynch. Uh, okay, David. So we're gonna have Laura Palmer's soul get caught in a bubble, and it's gonna get sent down to Earth, and things are gonna explode, and the evil is gonna walk into Sarah Palmer, Sarah Palmer's mouth, and dating. It's the picture of Homer eating the toad, uh, licking the toad, <laughs> getting really high off this toad. It's, it's David Lynch's picture. Yeah, <laughs> that good meme. Oh, that was good. Uh, I really enjoyed that. I was like, I could not relate that, but yeah. brilliant. Okay. Do you know? See. It wasn't until that meme that I realised that that kid, that the uh, big evil beetle thing was in her mouth was supposed to be Sarah Palmer. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, the first I'd done that. Yeah. I just thought that scene was dead weird. Yeah. I I haven't watched The Return. I'm not ready to watch that again. That was fucking... That was... That, that had good things and bad things. Yeah. About it. I, I, I really, really liked it. 
but there's a lot of it that really really didn't <laughs> i just remember week in and week out mean like like again because we're watching weekly i think that was why it was really hard going because you would sit for an hour once a week and you'd get an episode of kyle mclaughlin just acting terribly and he is not a good actor. no he's not a good no. actor um but there's his dale cooper is uh it fits that character mm. but when he was what was the name again dougie when he was dougie is that when he's possessed by the ghost no no dougie's a he's like a kind of clone type thing Right, I'm not going to I mean, this is some Metal Gear sounding stuff now, so no, like, no. my initial reaction was to no. kind of furrow my brow, it's, but now I'm interested. No. It's an interdimensional yeah. thing. A game that's kind of like weird in a way that I, I can get behind. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. No. <laughs> no. Um, now you get those uh, YouTube videos where it's like, such and such actor breaks down the iconic roles. One see, of the most recent ones is like Kyle McLaughlin, I was like... Fucking, who wants to hear him talk about anything he's done? Did because he he's shit. Did he talk about being Paul Atreides? I, I never watched the video. Like, I, just, I would not click on it. Because, I mean, that's I only know him from, well, that June, Twin Peaks, which admittedly is good, Blue Velvet, which I cannot stand, and then he's also in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and he is terrible in it. I'll have you know that one of his finest finest moments is the baddie in the Flintstones movie that he is pretty good and he is that, actually yeah. really good at it he's a slimy bastard then. he's also in Showgirls he's and in Showgirls has the worst man. sex scene ever committed to film yeah. I think for Hoven it worse than the fucking uh, oh was it for Hoven done that movie as well for Hoven did do that movie right because like I was about to say is it worse than the one in History of Violence no, right. no. Oh. History of violence is there's purpose to it. It's like yeah. you know, you get that in 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 showgirls. Is it? Is it for also David Cronenberg? Film. Yeah, oh. it's as if sorry, sorry. Yeah. In showgirls, it's like Verhoeven went up to Elizabeth Berkeley and says, "Right, when he starts shagging you, we want you to act like a fucking dolphin having a seizure." Because <laughs> that, that is a accurate is, description of that scene. Fucking weirdest thing she does, man, and it's like even McLaughlin looks a bit fucking weirded out by it. And I'm like, man, I wonder if Verhoeven told him this was gonna happen. Do you know? What I remember. I think when I want to say it was Eastern Promises came out. You said, and I always remember this, Neil. You said that David Cronenberg has a tendency to make sex look like the worst thing you can yeah, ever do to does, another though. person. And all of these films are like, if they've got a sex scene, it's always grim. Mm. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah Paul is a different director. Yeah, he is. Oops. Um, <laughs> Try to think, well, I'm sure, was he not in, um, Kyle Glackman, I'm sure, not Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I'm sure he guest, guest starred on a, a sitcom. And he was actually all right in it. I can't fucking mind what it was. But yeah, I know what you mean though. He's not the best actor yeah. at all. So, yeah. other than the ones that were in the cinema, we also watched Olympus Has Fallen. Yeah, man. Um, we had to rent it. I, I had to, I actually ended up buying Olympus Has Fallen. For four bucks? For four bucks. We, we weren't ready to spend the four bucks well, on it. The reason that I did it was because um, I was going to watch it. And I knew what my mom and dad would watch it before going to see it when they were gone. So I rented it. If I'd rented it, it would have been two. Yeah. And then you would have to rent it again. Mm. Well, no, like, could you get like 48 hours to watch it? Yeah, but that time frame wouldn't just work. Wouldn't work. Uh, so yeah, we, we rented Olympus Has Fallen and London Has Fallen, yep. uh, which cost us a grand total of £4. Uh, but sadly, we don't own 
Well, at least the one who's for I would watch that again. I think that's actually still a really fun. Yeah, yeah, I, I had the buyer's remorse. <laughs> <laughs> hey, one that has fallen was just like too boring. It was like so much kind of unnecessary talking that wasn't entertaining. It wasn't like it, there was no real plot to talk of because it was just them on the run for the entirety of the the movie. Yeah, and a yeah terrible CGI, just not great action sequences. I think the like the pace of the film was all like, over the fucking place. Olympus has fallen and aged well. Either it was wait, it was better. That I mean, movie, I mean, like the siege on the White House, in that movie is I mean, still I mean, excellent. Making the assumption that the listeners know what these films are. Ah, yeah, it's the Gerard Butler in a. Morgan Freeman and Arne Eckhart Arne Eckhart Arne Eckhart Aaron, I don't know but yeah oh man surely you know about Paisley they're just diehard ripoffs yeah pa- Paisley ripoffs. Paisley is in a Poundland diehard that's what it is except um, there's no one in that Katomi building that's in the fucking White House so yeah like we like drank six or seven beers and watched the first two films we were yeah. going to go to the third one but like it didn't start until ten and Boom. I think like I'd been up since five that morning I was getting pretty tired yeah but Neil went and watched Angel's Fall. I did, yeah. I went to the very next morning and uh, I had a real good time watching <laughs> that movie. Um, it's, it carries on pretty much directly from uh, London's Fallen. Well, not directly. Time has passed. Um, but same characters. Uh, minus Aaron Eckhart's president. Um, Morgan Freeman's Trumbull uh, has become president. He's taken over because he, he was a vice president in the other two. Um, uh, he wasn't in the first one he was just like the speaker or something like that I was the speaker oh does he get uh, like a promotion for everyone well the vice president gets killed in the first movie oh right okay so he's next in line that seems to work out quite well for old Morgan Freeman in those movies then doesn't it once Superman Olympus has fallen four or whatever it'll be like he is the bad guy (laughs) (laughs) then it really goes Metal Gear because this one goes a wee bit Metal Gear in places Um, so yeah um, Big Jerry Butler's cutting about uh, at the start of it, it looks like he's he's in some kind of mission in the deepest terrorist kind of organisations and he's getting hunted. Paisley Town Centre. <laughs> you know, it looks like it could be Paisley Town Centre. Uh, no, it's some shitty barracks kind of training facility because hmm. it turns out Big Danny Houston's his pal. So who's he, Danny wait a minute, Danny Houston's the <laughs> oh, yeah. villain. Danny, who's, Danny Houston turns... Who's, who's Danny Houston? Danny Houston is William Stryker in... Wolverine Origins. You haven't seen that. He though. is the mad German guy in Wonder Woman. He is. Oh, hold on, hold on. The mad German guy in Wonder Woman. You remember the, the guy we thought we thought was going to be the, the... with the gas, the yeah. gas dude. Yeah, we he's... thought he was going to be the villain, but he he turns out it's not him. It's David Fools. Is it Fools? David Fools? Yeah. No, wait a minute. The gas one was a woman. When it? it was a doctor that was. Yeah, but it's the a German general that's dealing with her. God, I don't remember him. He's in so many things. He's in fucking Clash of the Titans. Mm. Who's he in Clash of Titans? I can't remember. He's one of the gods. Right, okay. you, you know his face. You, you would him. know him, man. Right. But as soon right, as so he was like, what's right. the villain? So, it was quite funny because it's, it's literally it's like the opening credits mm. kind of bit, bit that's going on. Like Jerry Butler's knocking all these guys' pans in. He's almost at the extraction site. He walks at the door. Oh, it's a paintball. He goes, oh, you got me. What? Oh, this is rubbish. And Big Danny Houston takes his helmet off. And as soon as he sees him, he goes, Bad guy. Bad guy. <laughs> like, how many films do that though? Where like from the first scene you're like, that's the bad guy, and I'm they not, want you to know it. Like, I'm, I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, folks. If uh, if you think I'm spoiling this film, I'm totally not. As soon as you see other characters in this one, you go right. Okay, that's that person. That'll be that person. Yeah. For only... example, oh. 
as soon as that scene finishes, you get one wee scene where it sets up how uh, Jerry Butler's uh, his body's knackered and he should, really should retire and things like that. He's too old for this shit. And he's yeah, he's too old for this shit. So he's they're maybe going to put him behind the desk. As soon as you get that scene, you get Morgan Freeman in his office because some guys, some days leaked that uh, they're wanting to use PMCs. Right, okay. uh, in American Warfare okay, um, which will be your first Metal Gear style thing going on do they ever use the term proxy war? no they don't Okay. Um, so as soon as you see the cabinet sitting around this table go oh there's Tim Blake Nelson bad guy yeah. who's Tim Blake Nelson? he's very much uh, you've seen him and stuff you've seen No Brother We're Out now right he's a goofy one yeah. right okay he's also um, he was in The Incredible Hulk um, where he was, he would, he would have been the leader if, yeah. if they right. carried that on. But yeah, old brother would out there for your best example. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. So instantly you know, all right, this is what this plot is. Um, yeah. Again, sorry to interrupt you, Neil, but it's, you're not spoiling anything because I know. Uh, no, it's like if I was to say to you, right, there's a film coming out and it's got Leonardo DiCaprio. Morgan Freeman, Tom Hanks, and Stellan Skarsgård. Yeah. Who's the villain? (laughs) Or the only way you would trick somebody is if you're like, right, Tom Hanks, Stellan Skarsgård, Christopher Plummer, uh, (laughs) Werner Herzog, and Danny Houston. I was like, well, who's the villain then? David Fincher trying to fool everybody by going, and Stellan Skarsgård. And Christopher Plummer. Yeah. And every single one, he's like, oh, fuck it, Skarsgård, isn't it? Well, yeah. (laughs) Because Christopher Plummer's not old. He's too old. He's too old. Right, so... Right, anyway. Sorry. Okay, so... Uh, a drone strike... Of course it's drone strikes. Is, uh, of course it is. is orca- See that the trailer. ...is orchestrated mm. on uh, the president. president gets away. Big Paisley gets set up for it. Um, and he goes on the run. And the film becomes a fugitive for a good wee while. Mm. Which, it's quite fun at doing it. Mm. They, look, a thing I find about London Has Fallen... I found the politics of that film a wee bit distasteful because right. there's a lot of um, there's still a lot of that kind of post 9-11 yeah, uh, yeah. kind of post Iraq war type sentiment of yeah. American imperialism and um, and western interventionism whereas whoever's wrote I can't even remember who wrote this uh, <clears throat> whoever wrote this one it's it's more about there's a lot more kind of introspection about uh, those kind of aspects of things. It's a lot less gung ho America and things like that. It's a lot more kind of um, like for instance, introduce Nick Nolte's character uh, uh, character of wait a minute, Nick Nolte's in it. Nick Nolte's in it. He's a villain. No, no, he's no, no. Paisley's <laughs> right. dad. And they give you a little bit of his backstory, and they talk about like how. Um, like the government to kind of leave their kind of like old soldiers to kind of rot away and things like that and the horror that kind of war does to you and how that can affect you as a person is a lot more kind of about the PTSD of it and things like that and <clears throat> there's a really there's quite a fun scene of uh, kind of poking fun at these right wing militias or like these idiot weekend soldiers that think of like we were to be invaded by the Ruskies, we'll go, we'll all get our guns and go mow these cunts down. And as soon as they're put in peril, it's like, oh, no, fuck this. I'm not going to let you go. You're rubbish. Yeah. 
So there's a lot, there's a lot more, there's a lot more to my taste, logical stands and these kind of things. Um, Nick Nolte is really good in it. It's something I never thought I would say in 2019. I mean, he was really good in, was it Warrior? Yeah. I'm yeah. just, I'm just surprised the man can still talk. He sounds like every time he tries to talk, it sounds like he's, he's sore. quite, like, he's quite clear and uh, he seems sober, which was a good thing. Uh, although there's a couple of things I don't know how much it was kind of the character um, but there was times he kind of looked at it and it seemed real where you can see he's, he's got the old shakes on the go right um, so he's yeah. good in it yeah right? I, I enjoyed him he, play, he plays off Butler really well overall well, pretty good movie though yeah overall I, I had a good laugh watching it uh, it's a good solid action film uh, it's two hours long but it doesn't feel it um, I think they must have had a lot more of a budget for this one than London, right? Because um, like, well, there is still some kind of uh, not great CG. There's not that much of it, okay. and it feels like it's got a lot more money behind it. Is there like a lot of decent action in this one? Yeah, or the end that like there's quite a, there's a good few action set pieces. But the longest one obviously has been the finale, and that goes really well. It feels like it feels like if you were spectating the division. Okay. Um, has this been kind of tainted by John Wick's success? Does no, he now do like no, the kind of no, no? Like he's like he still does a bit of hand to hand, but it's not anything near but, that. Like more so with the guns. Like you kind of tend to see after John Wick, a kind of being as good as it was. That people do a lot of the fire on the guns and then like kind of changing the angle of the gun really quickly. Do you know what I mean? No, no, it's not. It's it's very much a military style, yeah. and that has always, I think, was kind of followed through this series. It's always been that more easy. They, they really like him using knives in these movies yeah. in the first two movies at least. Yeah. No, I I was really I'm really surprised to say I really really enjoyed it. I think it's certainly the best of the three. Okay. Um, there's a lot more. There's some good character work as well. Um, Is yeah. it Antoine Fuqua? Fuqua? What's his name? No, I don't he even know. He didn't direct this one. I'm what's his sure. name? Antoine, he didn't did do the second one either. No, uh, Antoine. I think it's Antoine Fuqua. 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 Because yeah. I read that. Did he do the first one? Yeah, he did. Because yeah. again, it was like, oh man, Antoine Fucker. <laughs> but yeah, it's Fuqua. It's racist, Tom. That's terrible, Tom. <laughs> You're just no. a bad person. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I, I would highly recommend seeing that. And, you know, you could probably go into it not really having seen the first two. Yeah, I mean, there's like, really so much It's, it's easy plot. to pick up. Morgan Freeman's a president. Jerry Butler's worked for him for a while. He has to retire. Mm. Shit happens. Jerry goes on the run. Yeah. Like you said, it's, it's, it's very simple. Much food, yeah. Does it set itself up for a fourth? Um, no, no, it doesn't. Right. It, 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 feel, it feels like this is the, the natural conclusion to it. Mm. That submarine film with uh, Jerry Butler and um, Gary, Oldman. Gary Oldman is on Netflix. Yeah, so uh, I might watch that again. <laughs> no. I also noticed that Aquaman has been put on a now TV, so I might give that a second crack. Mm. Why? Because I kind of enjoyed it, but also it's a fucking mess. But I haven't seen there it. Was, there was a, there was enough there to kind of go, yeah, I kind of like that. 
the, my main issue was that it's really long. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like all DC movies are fucking far too long. Mm. Um, but yeah, there's there's some good stuff in it. There's some good fun stuff. Okay. And it, it looks nice in a lot of places. Okay. Um, the only other kind of films I well before the cinema, the only other films I did is I went through the strange thing of rewatching some David O. Russell movies. I like I rewatched The Fighter, which is a solid effort. And then I went on to American Hustle. And I just remember like that was like nominated for ten Academy Awards and I remember watching it thinking with it, it. With the with the prestige <laughs> with this prestigious like kind of cast in it, it wasn't as clever as it thinks it is. Yeah. And watching it again, I took a lot more from Christian Bale's character and how he kind of fucks over um fucking Hawkeye. Uh, Jeremy, Jeremy Renner, he fucks them over and really kind of regrets it and I, I like I don't know I took a lot more from that kind of shift in the story do you know like one of the, this far removed from it one of the kind of only things I can really remember about it and it may not even be this film is like Amy Adams doing a really good job in one of the scenes when does she not yeah. do a good job man yeah. she's fucking shit up oh wait I just, well I tell a lie no she's not she's fucking awful as Lois Lane yeah I mean no one came true. out good and nobody really came out, yeah but I, I'm and, ugh, it's totally probably totally not her fault but I just remember watching Man of Steel and kind of thinking okay this is alright up until the moment she steps off that helicopter in, in Antarctica oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it just goes seriously downhill from there hmm. and it's not because she's bad it's just the whole film's bad from yeah. that point on yeah I actually just thought of a film where Stellan Skarsgård's not the villain well I thought of all the Marvel ones, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, like well, you know, not not a franchise movie. Just right. like, well, tell a lie. This is a franchise movie. Uh, Angels and Demons. <laughs> I was convinced he was the villain because he's still in Scarsgard, but he's not. Yeah. He, Did he not set uh, him up he's kind to of be a the policeman? Though he's 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 a bad police, and he's like, oh, he's, 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 he's head of the Swiss Guard. Is he? Is something, is? Yeah. Like, something like that. But he's no the villain. Angels and Demons, the one with the fucking antimatter bomb. Yeah, the villain's Ewan McGregor. <laughs> Do you remember how he escapes? Yes. He parachutes out of... Oh, wait, how, who are you McGregor? No, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he parachutes out of the helicopter whilst an antimatter bomb detonates atmosphere. Do you know how he escapes in the book? Yeah, he uses the window as a glider. <laughs> Lee told me that and I was like, holy shit. While, while the antimatter bomb blows up the heavens. Was it, is, it an anti, is it an antimatter bomb in... Uh, the book because I thought yeah. that was very much really yeah, yeah. I thought that was more a because I mean I remember no, the it's, the same, do you remember, it's the same story as do book. you remember those days where people were concerned that CERN the CERN particle accelerator oh. was going to end the world yeah and now we kind of all kind of wish, wish it, it had done mm. yeah but yeah um, that's yeah apart from obviously the Marvel films and the Pirates of the Caribbean movies but yeah nine times out of ten when I see Stellan Skarsgård I'm like the villain Probably. So, the only other movie that I'm aware of that you guys watched was Crawl? Yeah, um, well, before that, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll give a really, really, really short uh, review of uh, uh, oh, good, is, good, good Boys. Is, is Crawl film of the week? Yes, <laughs> right. without a fucking shadow of doubt. Good Boys was a waste of time. Uh, is that new? Yeah, it's the Seth Rogen uh, movie where it's basically... It's super bad, but instead of it being like 14, 50-year-olds, they've got like 9, 10-year-olds. Uh, a, a group of kids in school 
Uh, I'm confused. Are you saying that their ages are between nine and ten, or there are nine? No, they're, they're like nine ten year olds. They are they are ages between nine yeah, and ten. Right. Yeah, and it's um, it's not a good movie. It's the, the it's it's a mix of super bad and sausage party. Where, oh God! Yeah, whereas basically they've got these children swearing and getting involved in kind of innuendos. Like, for example, one of the jokes is, uh, "Oh, they're waiting. They're waiting on someone to come and possibly buy a, a baseball card." Um, it's not a baseball card. It's um, a collector's card. It's like a Magic the Gathering card or whatever it is. Nerds. And they are like, "Well, I'm gonna get." All, it's like I, I found all these weapons in my mum's drawer, and like it happens to be there's a gimp mask, a dildo, and all that because they're innocent. Ugh. They don't know what the fuck that is, etc. Same as that. There's a bit where like, "Oh, there's gonna be French kissing." We don't know what that is. And then, like they look look up porn on the website because they're innocent kids. It's funny because of their reactions because they don't know any better. But then that is mirrored with them like swearing a lot. Is this just YouTube? This is. <laughs> I just thought it was how, awful. Well, you walked out of this film. Yeah. How long did you last? Forty minutes. Of how? What's the running time? Ninety. So okay. I I was I, there, there was a, there, there was a, there was a lot in this where I was like. Oh, there's a couple of bits I giggled at. Maybe well, that's how I once I think I properly giggled, and I, I don't know why I was like I don't really walk out of stuff, and I was just sitting there thinking, right, I know what this is. It's it's dumb, but it's not funny. It's it's using the same kind of thing that Sausage Party did, where it's vulgar for the sake of being vulgar, and shock value, and, well. and it's like, yeah, look how funny it is. These kids are being vulgar, isn't that funny? Look at these vulgar situations. That's hilarious. I thought the kids in it were terrible in terms of their acting. Absolutely shocking. Uh, Stephen Merchant's in it, which is kind of funny, but again, you're just like, you're better than this. Um, and yeah, I, I I lasted for as long as I could, and the thing that really set me over the edge was Neil was messaging me at the time saying, yeah, man, I'm just watching Mindhunters, and I'm like, I could be sitting watching that instead of this shite. And I actually remember walking out the cinema thinking, I'm going to do that. And then I went home and I went back, oh, let's watch Mindhunters. And we did, and I felt instantly better. Uh, what was the last movie before this one that you walked out of because you were remember. enjoying it? I can't remember. So bad. Enjoying it so bad? Not enjoying so, it so much? The last one I walked out of was Dumbo. And it's not because it was bad. It was just really, really boring. The last one I think I walked out of was Shutter Island because we had watched something else before it. Green Zone. Yeah, and I wasn't really in the mood for watching like two films in a row. It just mm. like felt dead slow. It felt like I'd been in there forever. But also I thought I had the entire movie figured out. And you didn't. And then it turned out I was 100% wrong. Yeah. Um, but with this, I don't know, I mean, you could, you could, you probably could go in and watch this. I mean, I just wasn't in the mood. I mean, I was, in, I was like, right, I'll go watch this, you know, it might be quite funny, but I was just getting so fucking irritated by it was it was the same thing over and over again they were relying on the the shock value and oh look they're kids and that fucking look they're saying vulgar shit and isn't that funny because they don't know what that you know sexual object is etc etc and i'm like no it's not because the the way you're portraying these fucking kids is you've conflicted it you're at one they're, on one hand you're wanting them to be innocent and they don't know shit but on their hand they're swearing they're they're doing a lot of elaborate swearing like they probably do know more than what they're letting on so you're having these two fucking conflicting uh, characteristic uh, ideas and I'm just like, nah, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. That's my main problem. The whole time is like, this isn't working and you're you're not moving on. It's the same fucking shit. It's the same yeah, thing. Sure, surely seen. the joke could be better if 
they were kids who were clued up. Well, but I mean, it's like twelve year olds acting like twenty one year olds. But see, the thing is, they, they try to have this kind of like. Not that that even appeals to me. No, but surely see, that see appeals to me slightly more. See, when you've got like the the you know like a teen comedy, and you've got like the 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 hierarchy of like who is popular, who's weird, who's quirky, whatever. Mm. They try to do that with these like younger kids, where there's a guy that's pretty much like I don't know the. <laughs> like the Fonzie of everyone where he's seen as the coolest guy but you don't know why and you're like I don't think that this would be the case just put it this way as I said there's a lot of times where I'm sitting there like this doesn't work or it didn't work for me anyway there was like I remember there was a woman she was one woman was cackling from fucking get going I'm like man you must maybe I'm missing something here because she thought it was fucking hilarious she barely took a breath that's how much she thought it was that funny I suppose comedies are very subjective and I was like oh, man fuck this noise and that also, was the end of that was it possibly the fact that she was enjoying it so much that made you hate it as much no, as you did? No, like, not at all. I, 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 I love going. I love being in the cinema, and it's like getting involved in that. Right, if if you're already drink. not finding the film particularly great, and there's somebody there fucking laughing their head off, I can if see they, that being something that would no, annoy it's me. Like, you know what? It's it's something that they enjoy. I'm just not enjoying it, and that's it. It wasn't her presence and her her laughing at the thing had nothing to do with me not enjoying it. I just didn't enjoy the film. It was just I just thought it was like bad much like remember at the end of Sausage Party they just have that big orgy scene yeah. and you know for a fact that's yeah. just them saying let's do the most vile silliest fucking thing that's ever been on an animated movie a lot of good boys are like is that thought process and it was but shit it's the lowest, lowest common denominator humour it's yeah. kind of shooting for the lowest barrel yeah but it was just <laughs> no sense of irony or fuck all anyway that's what I seen so <laughs> So I'm very angry. That's what I see. So that's what I see. So does Crawl have a, a sense of irony? Crawl does it is know what excellent. It is? Crawl well, is excellent. It knows exactly what it is. And it's, that's yeah. why it's excellent. I kind of wish I really went to see this one. Like now, I, yeah, let's... Right, okay, I'll get this out of the way. I don't mean... Is it like the greatest horror movie ever made? No. Is it the greatest what? monster movie ever made? No. But... It, you know how you know how Deep Blue Sea is terrible until the end. And he's no, unlimited. it's great. No, but it is. It's 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 stupid. It's stupid. It's dumb. It's the script rubbish. Shit happens for I, no reason. I disagree with all of that. Are you kidding? But it's also amazing. Like I disagree like, I, with I, everything you just said. What? I completely disagree with. Like Actually, I think the script is good. I think that everything happens like in a totally logical manner if sharks are intelligent and they're trying to fucking shepherd people around this place to uh, methodically flood it so they can get Actually, over the fence is Stella Skarsgård not in that he's not a villain he's not a villain yeah. <laughs> he's the go. first person to die yeah. oh I man I mean that do you get his arm ripped off yeah and then like and then he gets flung out a window yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's not like they're picking yeah. him up from a helicopter and the shark fucking jumps out the water and grabs him and it takes him under and it propels him at the, the window yeah, and the yeah, thingy throw, to fucking throws him out a window, window yeah. bummer yeah. nearly got out man it's great um, right, yeah. okay, so Deep Blue Sea is the best analogy for how good Crawl is. Right, but if you if you like that kind of dumb, kind of illo- some sometimes illogical. So what's the yeah. plot here? No, hold okay. on, right. I, just to add to what you were saying, see with Deep Blue Sea though, you're like, right, it's a shark movie, but here's the kicker: the sharks are kind of intelligent. They're super intelligent. They're super sharks, right? 
that, see? They, that they can defy their own biology by swimming yeah. backwards. See, see I'm pretty sure that's a myth, that thing that they can't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See with Crawl though, right? I'm not 100% sure. Crawl, it's not like, it's... oh man, the gators are, they were genetically modified or shit. They are just gators. Just, just it, just happen, yeah, it just happens <laughs> to be, the, the people involved are in a really shitty situation and there's fucking tons of gators. What is the situation? Right. The situation is that there's a hurricane in Florida. Hurricane Wendy. As it tends to happen in Florida. So the lead character who is a swimmer. I'm already smiling. They make make a point of telling you that she's she's a a swimmer. She's a swimmer at university. Uh, She's having problems with her dad. They don't really talk. So her sister phones her. Going, oh, have you checked on? Can you check on dad? Because he's not picking up his phone. There's a hurricane coming. Sister doesn't uh, live in that state. Sister's in Boston, so she can't do it. Uh, so she reluctantly agrees, drives down. Shit show happens as the hurricane is really bad. Uh, finds her dad in the basement. Well, it's not a basement, it's a crawl space under a house. Uh, hence the name of Crawl, mm. which. Until I've realised, oh, it's in a crawl space. It didn't hit me. But it's also many other things from crawl. The fact that Uh, gators crawl. um, Man, I love it. So efficient use of language there. So uh, she finds her dad. Dad's got a pure honking broken leg, which is very important Mm. that you know he has a honking broken leg. It's big set up here. Something's bitten. Yeah. Uh, But what could it be? Oh, wait. It's a gator. Just the one? No. no, so the levees break as levees tend to do in hurricanes. House get crawl space starts flooding. Um, although the crawl space is flooding just from the rain, yeah. the levees breaks out a bit more in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, crawl space starts flooding, so they're gonna drown if they don't escape. Um, this really geographically questionable crawl space. <laughs> well, that's why the crawl space it kind of exists. Right. Uh, so that kind of. There was. That's why they're built higher up off the ground. I remember there was bits for me, and you were like, "Hold on a minute." <laughs> oh, oh, you you mean the actual geography of it? Aye, like the actual the, like the, the actual crawl space. How, how, how it uses the space. Aye. Yeah, that's. I uh, don't think there was pipes there in that corner. Yeah. That's damn convenient now. You don't even know what part of the house they're you under. They suddenly you near the stairs of like fuck if I know there. So aye, so that that happens. Um, it's a 90 minute movie isn't it? It's, 90 minutes yeah it's good it's appropriate um, there's minutes. multiple alligators multiple folk get fucking annihilated and they are just normal alligators they're just normal like, they're yeah. big as fuck but yeah. they're, they're normal alligators yeah. they happen to you know, um, because of the storm have made their way through it's, they get through a pipeline don't they uh, yeah there's not, there's a an outlet pipe uh, for water and stuff and that's how they got in but yeah it's just these folk against gators. Do they act like they're not animals? Like no, they, no, 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 no. That's they, what's good as well. They act one hundred percent just like an alligator. I just watched some gators here. Not. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. It's like no. Like, man, like, like, for, this, like, this for is instance, something that can happen. Like there'll be bits where like they they escape the house at one point. Right. right, and then there's that bit. So where I was like, she, she swims. She I swims. can see Paco's face yeah. already at this so, bit because so, as an audience member, you're like. No, yeah. you wouldn't so, do that. So, so she, so she swims out. Gator here kind of feels the vibrations in the water. However, Gator's senses things. Turns around from oh, whatever it's doing, going, "Oh, what's that, that? that was amazing!" And kind of chases her, and she reaches the shore just in time. The Gator gets on, going, "Ah!" And yeah. 
goes, oh, well, I didn't get that, and just fucked off. Yeah. Which happens a lot, where they attack, and go, oh, well, I didn't get that. What's yeah. going on over here? This... And they just act like animals. It's... Right. Yeah, there's a, there's a couple of bits where you're like, all right, has she made a titanium? Yeah, like, yeah, like, does she get bitten and just... A few times. Yeah, like, her, her dad's like broken the, the leg two, like, Yeah, like, the two main characters, their injuries are nowhere near as bad as they should be for what happens to them. Whereas you see other people who kind of turn up in, in the scene get just get fucking annihilated. Like, there's a police guy... Who gets attacked by like three gators at once? Man, that and must it be just like tears them to shreds. That must man. be like one of the most common tropes in horror movies is like yeah. Poe showing up and just getting fucking well, annihilated. Well, not only that, at one point with the main character and dad are trapped in the crawl space, it's like shit. Who's gonna help them? And there's just happens to be these folk across the way with a boat. Yeah, it's, it's the most Florida man situation. Yeah, but they're robbing the shop. <laughs> nice. And then they get catered oh, <laughs> a man. couple of times. But I'll give you an example of a bit where she gets injured. She she's got a gun, and she's like, "Oh shit, man! Don't know if it works or whatever." And she's kind of wondering about it. And all of a sudden, this fucking gator grabs her arm, and she's like, "Ah!" And loads it, and it loads it, and it's like, "It's oh, a close oh, one." <laughs> she's got a wee scab. Ah! <laughs> I mean, close. to be fair, like they do have one of the strongest bites, right? But like their teeth and stuff aren't designed for like actually eviscerating flesh. Like they do that whole thing where they twist about yeah. to kill you, didn't also, they? Don't you? Their shower so, curtain must be made of bulletproof glass. This is all legit, Tom. This is all sounds no, above board. This is what I'll say. Oh, no, it's fucking amazing. It's, I had a great time watching this film. I, 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 you know, like, Paco, see if you want to see it. I will happily go and watch this same, again. I'll probably same. watch it. Like, actually, we got a message off. Well, I got a message. I don't know if you guys did off uh, of mate, Jason. Mate Jason, who's thinking we're going to watch something on Friday. Yeah. Uh, I if if he that. picks that, I'll probably go with him. But like, if he picks Once More Time in Hollywood, I probably will not. Uh, I can't go to. Friday, but Crawl is the one you should go to. Are the ones he was also on. thinking he was saying Thursday or Friday. Was it? Mm. Yeah. I thought it was just Friday. I'll look at the text again. Right. Um, so that was text chat, but yeah, like um, <laughs> Crawl was great, man. Yeah. It, what you said, guess? Uh, Barry, Barry, oh, Pepper, Barry Pepper, Barry Pepper is a dad. Um, you'll, you'll know him as soon as you see his face. Who is, it, who is he? What is he? In? I was trying to think, I've seen him in, was he not? Um, I I was thinking that he, he was in a western Aye, possibly with Brad Pitt a western with Brad Pitt is he in the assassination of uh, Jesse Jones by the car roller Ford no no oh he's in Saving Private Ryan oh yeah I, uh, he's in True Grit. He's one of he's uh, one of the kidnappers in True Grit. Is Brad Pitt in that? In Private Ryan, is he not the sniper? He's Private Jackson. He's in the Green Mile. Yeah, fuck I. He's, he uh, he's one of the officers. He's one of the officers. Aye. He's in Broken City. He's in a bunch of stuff, but yeah, he's, he's the only Corporal Dunn in Call of Duty: Modern Warfare Two. Yeah, he's the only star, I guess, that's in it. Yeah, I don't know who the other who the yeah. last is, but it's. Hmm. It's exactly what you want. It's a solid monster movie. Yeah, it is. But uh, yeah, could you even call it a monster movie? They're just normal alligators. If you're gonna go by the genre of it, it is what is it? It's it's man versus beast in it. It's a monster movie, much like yeah. No, I'll go with that. It's a very good kind of return to form for Alexandra Acha because Alexandra Aja, yeah. however you pronounce it. Um, but yeah, I agree with you, man. I just. 
He's made a quite a few crap ones. Recently. And there's yeah, it doesn't do, it doesn't do this elaborate thing where it's like, oh, it turns out the fucking gators are genetically modified or right. they throw some fucking plot. Does it, it so like it just manages to be like entertaining? Does it manage to be tense at all? Or is a it couple like, of times? I there's a couple of times where it, uh, well, so it depends on how much you care about these people, and they do a bit of character work, which is the I felt they did enough character work for me to go. Okay, let's see if they, they, at least one of them escapes us. Does it at all feel in any way kind of simple smart in the same way that things it's like... Not, I wouldn't say smart, it's simple. It's yeah, sim- but like, you know what I mean? It's like when it's like, it's not it's not intentionally trying to be smart by... Yeah. No, no, yeah, no, 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 so yeah, no, no, it just, it's, it just... It as I said, it knows exactly what it is. It's, it's, it's films about it's Ron people trying to escape yeah. theaters. Yeah, I could. I'm yeah, up for that. Yeah. You, I think you'll enjoy yeah. it. But there will come. There is going to come a couple of points where you're like, ah, fuck yous. <laughs> uh, there was a point where I was like, oh man, no, nah, fuck yous. You know what? You, you, you deserve it. You're being stupid. Yeah. Again, and there's, and a, there's some really good gore in it. What is? Yeah, there's some like, fucking vicious some bits. Solid injuries. Again, it's it? like ah, fuck. That happened. Uh, you're like, man, why are you not in pain or passing? Oh, the, there was a bit which like we'd eaten that whole buffet. And then, that, then I did a pint. That whole buffet. <laughs> then, I, then I had a pint after it, yeah. and I was already feeling that kind of, oh, I feel grim. I need to probably go to my bed. Yeah. And, 100%. And there, was a, and there was a bit in that, I kind of sat and go, bro, that's horrible. <laughs> we watched YouTube videos of people getting attacked by animals, and one of them was somebody getting bitten by an alligator, and they were fine after it. Like on land, they're not that dangerous. Like I mean, you don't obviously they're, they're they're they're, they're they're, in the sea for for like. the vast majority of this film. They're not really on land. Nah, they're in the water. They're, they're either in a flooded crawl space or out in the open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I would ever want to be bit by one or be even near one. But like, yeah, I, I think like getting bitten by them isn't it like a oh my god, you should have lost an arm effort. Mm. Well, okay. Maybe not lost an arm, but there are a couple of times in this feel like you wouldn't be alive. Is <laughs> it like see you're saying like the supporting cast that the cop gets like ripped apart by three of them? Is it like a switchblade romance levels of what people made out of just plasticine getting ripped apart at those bits or No, they looked alright. Somebody right. gets fucked off a window. What's that mean? That's right. Yeah, it's um one of the guys that are robbing one of the, the, one the guys robbing the shop, um he kind of walks out into where the street would be because he thinks he sees a light which is actually her flashing a torch to try and get help. So, meanwhile, behind him, his bird who's got the ATM machine on the boat is getting uh, a robot shod. Totally annihilated. And it is quite a nice actual, it is kind of nice. like a homage mm. to Quint getting killed at the end of Jaws. Oh, there's a bunch of Jaws um, And then you kind of see him in the water and then you see him go under the water and you kind of hear him screaming but his wee brother's in the shop still stealing gags and stuff like that mm. and um, he comes to the window to see what's going on and then the body just hits <laughs> up against the window yeah. and they just keep battering off it as this yeah. is this obviously doing the turning thing mm. so it's quite good yeah. cool yeah okay I'm all Th- for thoroughly enjoyed it yeah I totally think everybody should see this it's yeah. really really good if you like that kind of simple kind of movie. movie did you watch anything else this week um, I, I forgot to talk about The Lion King for the oh, past two God. weeks running it's rubbish it's, <laughs> it looks really bad well it's a, it's a really good tech demo 
solid the fucking. Like, it looks, it looks visually, it's stunning. It looks amazing. Um, all the animals be, lose all personality, mind you, uh, compared to the cartoon. Um, the cartoon was ninety minutes. Gets dragged out to two hours in this, um, and it feels every minute of it. Um, the only kind of standouts would be uh, Seth Rogen and Billy Eichner as Timon and Pumbaa, but even they're kind of annoying. In a lot of places, they actually kind of break the fourth wall quite a lot. Um, and to kind of subvert, try and subvert kind of expectations of what's going to happen in certain songs and things like that. So, yeah, unless you're told Lion King Die Hard, I would just give it a miss. Fair I saw enough. the nightmare fuel pictures for Lady in the Tramp live action. <laughs> well, it's funny because I, I watched the trailer for that. And watching the trailer for that thinks, oh, right, so the Lion King's kind of dress rehearsal for that. Well, I mean, like, they've all been getting remade, don't they? Like, it no, like... but as in the text. Right, right, right. right. As in the text. I, I saw a kind of funny tweet about Lady and Tramp being that uh, they've somehow managed to make the male dog look in his 50s and the female dog look 18 years old. Weird. <laughs> right then. Until next week. Uh, I also watched Tron Legacy. Oh. And Tron Legacy is a fucking tits man. I love that movie. Yeah. It's a good movie. Yeah. Stylish. Certainly. Mm. Are they making another one of that? Ugh, they keep saying, no, we might. Oh, we're not going to. We might. We're not going to. Yeah. Well, problem is, it never, it never made any money. Oh, wait, no, I think there was a TV show. There was. There was a cartoon, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm not sure. I kind of hope maybe with Disney Plus happening that. Um, they're rebooting fucking everything. They're rebooting fucking Lizzie McGuire and getting Hilly Duff back to be in it. So maybe we'll see some more Tron. God damn. Fucking love more Tron, man. I'd give my right arm for that. Disney well, Plus. Well, maybe not, maybe not my right arm. Disney Plus, man. Really Which like is it. what? September? November? When is it? Uh, it's November 12th November in America. Alright, okay. But they haven't announced here yet, you were they saying? They haven't announced here yet. Uh, I don't know. Fuck maybe what? worth getting What is that next week? Or this week? Uh, is it... Was it Stories Week? Was it uh, Scary Stories Telling Dark? Came I will out, watch came, that. Out, came out this week, yeah. which I was still seeing. Which was executive produced by Guillermo del Toro, That's right. but not directed by him. No. Uh, Pedro Almodovar's new one, Pain and Glory. I'm yeah. still going to see that. That's it's apparently been highly amazing. recommended. Yeah. Um, I might still go see Dora the Explorer. See what that I'm. could be alright. I, like, I actually thought the trailer looked okay. Is it Michael Mann's Dora the Explorer? I would watch the show. I'm fairly sure he, Explorer. I'm pretty sure he produced it. Um, I thought you were just no, no, I'm, I, no, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm for real. The Cine World that is only showing up until Thursday. It always does that. Hmm. Uh, it's too early to eat, I suppose. Well, uh, we we will have seen oh stuff. You guys will have. I, oh, I'm not going to guarantee or... anything. Uh, I might be able to guarantee that you'll go to that on Thursday night. Oh, Terminator, Terminator 2, Double Bill. Yeah, I heard about that, man. Right. You want to go? Because I'm off. I heard about that. I'm going to that. I don't care what you are doing. Yeah, book me a deck of that. Right, I'll book that right as you see. What yeah. time does that start? What time does it finish? Uh, it starts o'clock. at 7. Oh. 261 minutes. I'm going to For book, both, that's both movies together, that's obviously. both movies. I'm going to book you a ticket, and if you decide not to go, you can decide not to go. Same. I mean, I've seen them... A bunch of times, even, so like I guess if, I could leave before the second one. I'm never gonna fucking leave before the second one ends. That's ridiculous. 
Yeah, I've bought like a loo in the house. Yeah, I've bought like a boyfriend. Like, what are you watching? Uh, sounds like a great idea. Would I be awake at 5am the next morning? Uh, he's cool. I know I did. No, I was never cool. Who are we kidding here? Go on. I just used to wear cool shorts. <laughs> and that was that was in the kitchen. <laughs>